0: Are you drowning in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our debt reset program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our debt reset program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as twenty-four to forty-eight months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over ten thousand dollars in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 27 there are no upfront fees or out of pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the debt reset program can work for you. 800 274 9490. That's 800 274 9490. 800 274 9490.
1: The following is a live, copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host Frederick Penny, attorney at law, and now Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome
2: to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host Frederick Penny. Hour number three. We're having fun. Todd and I and Denise and Cal, our producer, uh, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate our audience. We're getting more and more people uh, emailing us at info at radiolawtalk.com. We're getting calls. We're getting people come up to us on the streets. Uh, Quite frankly, just out of the blue and that was a shocker to me where I'll be and they're like oh don't you host radio law talk I'm not even in my neighborhood where I live or in the area so thank you for all of those uh, who follow us uh, and 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 tout us up and you can you can find us on Twitter Instagram Facebook just under radio law talk look it up and you can go to we actually even have a YouTube channel remember we're talking about general topics of law Uh, You know, seek local counsel at any time you have a legal question. We're not here to give legal advice. Uh, And, again, if you're not sleeping at night, which sometimes happens, what should we do? What should they do, Todd?
3: Just look. Log on to radiolawtalk.com. Go to navigate your way to the section of the website that says disclaimers. And then read those disclaimers. That plus a glass of water and maybe some... Warm milk or a glass of wine will take you back to a time when you believe you were (laughs) safe and you'll be able to
1: fall asleep. Be prepared to clean the drool off of your pillow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. We uh,
2: love that. It is a good (laughs) disclaimer. So we disclaim everything. There you go. And in this third hour, we're going to have a case or no case that that Cal has already set up about... uh, Something. Uh, it's about I dental malpractice. Dental malpractice, and then, uh, and then, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Weinstein trial. We're going to talk talk about the Church of Scientology, a lawsuit that that occurred there, um, and and uh, we have toward the end of the third hour, the, the thing that everybody luck likes more than anything, and it's called quick takes. Where Todd, myself, and Denise. We just say a quick take after these three hours, something for you to remember. Because you know what? The rules are you don't remember three hours' worth of stuff, generally speaking. You're not going to remember everything. But we want you to take a quick take home to take to your spouse, your friends, your family, your cats or your dogs, and say, look, this is what I learned on Radio Law Talk. That will be at the end. But the most important thing that everybody loves to do, and if you want to chime in at 855 Law Radio or 855 529 7234. You can join us for Case or No Case. Let's roll.
1: Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Well, there you go. What's the most popular dental service being advertised around these days? Replacement teeth called implants, right? Yes. Well, Cynthia Hancock saw one of those commercials and she said. I'm going to go to my, she lives in West Virginia, that's Cynthia C-I-N-T-H-I-A, by the way. Went to the dentist to get an implant and said, I'd like me, a, you know, my, my front teeth, kind of. He said, sure. And in doing his work, he stuck something sharp into her inferior alveolar nerve. I, think, I hope I'm saying that correctly. In all cases, the dentists allegedly were made aware that they had hit a nerve. It hurt. But afterwards, she said, my sense of taste has been compromised. And she decided that it would be wise to consult an attorney in West Virginia. When questioned by the attorney in a fact-finding mode, the dentist said, yeah, I hit that nerve. And yes, it was common practice to withdraw the needle when one has done so. But I also said Mrs. Hancock was a sugared Mountain Dew drinker, as was common in the area, and had let her teeth nearly rot from her skull. And she said, I don't care what you have to do. I want an implant. The doc said he did the best he could with what he had to work with. And I ask you, malpractice case or no case? Mr. Kuhn, I think it's your turn. Oh, good
3: heavens. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give my colleagues an opportunity to make up points. I like to say that so it makes me sound like I'm magnanimous (laughs) and I'm good. Uh, I am going to say, well, first of all, it's my understanding. I don't practice malpractice or the... Medical malpractice law. I don't. I don't. I'm a criminal defense attorney, but my understanding is that the standard when they did you do it wrong is what would other medical professionals in that locality have done. So it's not you don't go and look at a manual and say X equals Y and it's done. It's what do other people do? And well, I, I think that would be the standard with the colleagues. If this were a case. And I'm going to say it's not. I'm going no case on this one. Uh-uh. Denise, talk a little longer. Denise, I'm still Denise, <laughs> is, Denise is looking at me like, oh, "Help me out here." You, you right, stole right. my no case, but I'm going no case. I have a specific reason why I'm going no case on this one, and I will tell you, regardless of whether I'm right, I will tell you why I went no case after the answer is given. Okay. Which I Dirks, hesitate to do because now I'm tipping my hand, but case. Yes. Or no case.
4: It's because you spelled out Cynthia. And we all know how to spell Cynthia, for goodness sake. And
1: not in West Virginia. It's C I N.
3: Mountain Mama. Take me home country road.
4: And she drank Mountain Dew and she had really bad teeth as a result of the Mountain Dew. Well, she wanted an
3: implant only in one tooth?
1: No, no. She said, <laughs> okay. Fix what you got to do because not all implants are only one tooth. Some are <laughs>
3: group, where they'll put a post on one side. Yeah, and they could hope. be like yeah. a full on. Well, I was just yeah. wondering, yeah. yes, a toothbrush because. Yeah, from anywhere yeah, else it would have been a yeah. toothbrush, but whatever.
4: <laughs> okay, so I have to decide if this is a case or not. Um, and she went to see a lawyer because he hit the picked up whatever nerve. Yeah. And um, then she lost her sense of taste. Well,
1: it changed it somehow. Yeah.
4: And I don't think there's a direct correlation between hitting a nerve and losing a taste sensation. Okay. Um, so just to have fun with this, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it is is—it's a scenario. I'm going to say that it is a case, and I'm going to say that she loses.
1: Okay. Mr. Penny, what say you, case or no
2: case? <sighs> In this case, we have to think about a couple things. The first thing I want to discuss, let's just assume that the malpractice occurred and a nerve was damaged and she lost her taste. Let's assume that. Now we get to damages. Here's the key. Damages. Now she can lose weight because she can't taste, and that's the best thing that <laughs> ever happened, and there's no damages. Pret- Pret- in Pret- fact, I want, where's this, Dennis? I want that nerve cut. I want that nerve cut in my mouth. So I can lose weight.
1: Fred says, "Bring on the implants, baby! Bring Here it, baby!" Go. And I think
2: also, but 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 on all that, I think this was all made up because while Cal last week was getting his new vinyls in his front teeth, actually the oh, you know well, something I don't well, know, and the new, no, Well, and the no. new gold one on the left corner, no, nice not. drill. no, there's not, no, there's I not. I think it's no case. I think it's a scenario. it's no case. It's just it, he's made it up.
1: Okay, well let's let's go with this for those of you who say it was not. Uh-oh. A case. Oh, why, that would be it, all three no, of no, you. No, no, I
4: didn't. I no, said it was case. You said it no. was
1: a case. For those of you who say it was not a case, that would be Fred and Todd. And all I can say to you two is, well
2: done. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we nailed it. Oh, I just see two. What are you spelling yeah. things out and being all official? It was too that, detailed. That uh, was,
1: that well, was let it. Me, let me tell you the story here. This is a common area for dentists to be sued, and yes, you can lose your taste, lose all of your feeling in the lower jaw if that nerve is compromised. But it's fairly easy for the dentist to avoid the malpractice if he offers the patient a treatment plan in writing that explains the risks and they sign off on it. This was at least what, I, what little research I've done on it. So he uh, wasn't a case, but that's how most dentists defend themselves in court. So I told him it was going to be risky. I told him what could happen. They signed off on it. What do you want me to do? So there you have wow. it. That is our case Woo! or no case. Good job. Let's you clap. Guys. We want some yeah, clapping, was really man. That's good. good. That was good. Where,
2: where's the one that says
1: Fred, Fred, Fred? Do you I have, have that, that one? I do, but I haven't had real reason to use yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I, well, uh, you know, uh, we got to go
2: out. we got a yeah. break anyway, but... Find it when we come back, and we're going to talk about a Harvey Weinstein.
1: All right. Stay All tuned. Right. There's more Radio Law Talk right here. More chanting Fred, but sadly no more case or no cases for this particular three-hour block. We'll be right back right here on Radio Law Talk, on radiolawtalk.com, and on your radio station. Do not go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of a concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm.
2: Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. If you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad.
1: If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you, Iceberg Drive-Ins iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food we lend you our supply chain and expertise and you can potentially have a thriving successful fun business that your customers will love iceberg drive-ins has some prime areas available right now so if you're interested get in touch with us right away go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the contact us button iceberg drive-in ready to grow with you all right guys we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo, but first can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is
6: No point for you. Oh come
1: on! You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com, and now back to your host Frederick Penny.
2: So for those of you living under a rock, as I always say, there is a trial going on that started this week in Manhattan, in New York, of Harvey Weinstein, who is the, you know, the basically the mogul, the producer, the famous Hollywood guy that that uh, controlled a lot of you know films and. Productions and and a lot of individuals, including women, uh, wanted to get on, you know, get become a star. So he, um, you know, there's allegations that he was inappropriate with women during many years. Uh, and, and it and,
4: basically led rise to the Me Too. Movement. Yeah,
2: that's that's kind of where this all started. And this is really the first big trial. This is the criminal trial. Now he settled cases civil cases already out of this, this uh, certain allegations, but he has pled twice not guilty to allegations of sexual misappropriation or misconduct. I mean, that's a broad term of all the, 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 the situation. So the, the, the trial starts, and a couple interesting things occur. And this, this trial is the one in New York? New York. The minute the, it, the trial starts, or as mm-hmm. they're going up to the courtroom... Los Angeles District Attorney, uh, or the AG—I can't remember. I thought it was the DA or is it the AG?
4: It's the District Attorney.
2: Files uh, more criminal charges against him in Los Angeles and Southern California. That to uh, me—I don't want to say—I that worries me as a. The
4: timing of that just as a a lawyer, as a lawyer,
2: that is not you know that there are things that are being. You, you're aggressive as a lawyer. You do what's you know best for your client. But the fact that they did that and the publicity went wild and ramp you know, crazy on that, now Harvey Weinstein's lawyer comes to court and says, Your Honor, we're about ready to pick a jury. Look, we need to put things in neutral until this all calms down. You know, why did the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office – File this and announce it right as this trial was starting, and in my opinion, uh, I didn't, li- I don't like that. Well, you know? I
4: think I know why, because Lacey, who is the um, district attorney, is running for re-election. That's
2: exactly what's so going on. So it, oh, it almost running.
4: looks like, um, sp- suspiciously like a political move. So
2: here's, so now we've got issues of political, I mean, legal wrangling in the Weinstein trial starting. This week, because one reason, there's a number of things, but one reason is this uh, DA down in Los Angeles County decides to go ahead and, uh, and in my opinion, could take part of the jury pool in right. New York.
4: There was another part that I want to sidetrack just for a second, sure. because Weinstein's attorney brought a motion to exclude Gloria Allred from the trial, and specifically from watching the jury uh, The choosing of the jury, Um, and the reason that it was is because she represents a lot of the other victims, and they're like she should, and she may be be a potential witness in this case. Um, The defense intends to call her apparently, right? So they're like she shouldn't be there, and the judge said, look, she represents people that are witnesses and other potential victims, and we're not going to exclude her. So the judge denied that motion.
3: Got it. Well, and that's interesting because it's a very common motion for both the prosecution and the defense to have what's called an a motion to exclude witnesses. Anybody who may present testimony later on should not be able to sit in the courtroom and hear what other people say so that when they take the stand, they can go ahead and say something corroborative to what was testified to. The, the beauty behind it is if the stories are the same, they should be the same whether you were sitting in the courtroom or not. And so if they are going to call her as a witness, if they legitimately are, well, then, yeah, she should probably be out. However, if the court looks at it and says, you just put her on your witness list because you want to kick her out of the courtroom and and you don't entertain the um, actual notion that you're going to call her as a witness, they can see through that. I could see maybe the court saying that she can't be in the courtroom during anybody testifying during anybody mm-hmm. testifying that's a client of hers however however that's her client that's her client and she has to be there to give legal advice what if somebody's going to say something and she says your honor wait a second i got to advise my client they could get themselves in legal jeopardy that's why you have the attorney right
4: right and it's possible that this uh, ruling only applies to the while during of the Jury right. yeah. And doesn't apply future-wise. But one thing the court said that was interesting is that he would presume that um, Gloria Allred would not be communicating. He, the judge. If, yeah, the, the, judge. the judge would not presume that she would be in, improperly talking to the other witnesses and telling the witnesses what's being testified to in the courtroom. He wasn't going to make
3: that. <laughs> Well, I, I think that's interesting, oh, the, the oh, actual words oh. that he used, that he is not going to presume right. that she would do that right. because because right. the defense was probably saying, you know, she's just going to sit there and do that. And, and the court is saying, well, absent anything other, I have no reason to presume that she would violate her responsibilities exactly. and, and her conduct as an officer of the court. However— if after the trial starts it turns out that she is doing those things, that ruling may change. But
2: That's again, you know, there's it's tit for tat here, and I think there's issues on both sides. But I truly believe the thing that does outweigh it all is if her clients are on the stand, even in a civil tr- case, she should be allowed to be there. Yep. Like you said, Denise. Yeah. Absolutely. And
4: I think in the jury um, pooling and void during of the jury that it's appropriate for her to be there as well. Yeah. I don't um, know. I, that's my feeling. Yeah. With, with
3: regard to this LA filing, you know, the Constitution of the United States says the accused shall be in enjoy the right to a speedy trial. Doesn't give any time frames. And every state then attaches their own statute of limitations, their own, you know, if you're arraigned, it's got to be within 60 days. Preliminary hearing has to be within a certain number of days. But the overall framework is it has to be the right to a speedy trial. I would see, not saying it's going to be successful, but I would suggest and wouldn't be surprised to see Weinstein make an argument that the DA sitting on this case for as long as they did with no new information that would have justified the filing has Compromise his ability to mount a defense and to try to get it bounced on speedy trial grounds. Not going to be successful, probably, but I bet they make the motion. Well,
2: you know why they're doing the motion? For appeal. All this stuff they're setting up for appeal. Uh, and, and I still, I'm going to reiterate it. We've said it two or three times very interesting that this DA does it right as they're walking up to start the trial in yep.
4: New York. Yeah, I find that interesting, too. Um, we need to talk about the texting and what happened in the courtroom. Yeah,
2: we got more in Weinstein when we not coming back. All
1: advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com
7: D- 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 dish tv is better than cable tv why because you can save 45 percent on packages compared to your high price cable bill wow take those giant scissors out and.
4: <laughs> if you
3: pay my fee i'll take your cake
1: radio law talk now back to the show
2: So we're talking about the Weinstein case in New York that's going on and some very interesting antics that were going on in the courtroom. Um, And it's going to lead up to some motions that we're going to discuss in a second. But one of the things are is about a phone. Denise, tell them about what's happening with what happened with the phone situation.
4: Well, this judge is one of those judges that say no phones in the courtroom, period. No phones, no texting, no nothing. And Weinstein not only brought his phone in, but he brought four phones in. And during the picking of the jury pool, no, he didn't
2: necessarily bring them in. They had taken some of them. He keeps bringing. I just want to make sure we're clear. I don't think he brought all four in. He was using one of them, and they'd be taking. I don't know. But it indicated that he yeah. was
4: multiple texting, um, yeah, and, maybe. The, I don't know. and the judge caught him. Right. And the judge basically said to him, uh, "Do you want to go to jail, and spend time in jail for?" violating my order for,
2: te- for texting basically
4: yeah and um you know weinstein apologized and all that stuff but come on guys i mean if there is a court that says to you a judge that says to you do not bring your phone in and do not text or use your phone during these proceedings you better honor that because they will they not only can they take away your phone But they can put you in jail for violation because that is a violation of the court's order in front of the court, and the court doesn't even need to have a trial for that. The court can put you under arrest because it's basically a contempt matter of an order that occurred before the judge.
3: You know, I think it's interesting. I don't know if a lot of people consider this the position that a judge is put in, but When you're a judge, and and again, I've never been a judge, so I'm hypothesizing here, but you're starting a high-profile case with the defendant who was arguably one of the most powerful people in Hollywood at one time, and you get the high-priced attorneys on either side, and everybody is scrutinizing everything that you do, I would imagine as a judge, first and foremost in your mind is to establish exactly who's in control here and who... Who is laying down the law in the courtroom, just so that everybody knows that you're not going to walk all over this person? And yeah, and as a judge, you would have to pay this attention to something that others might view as, oh, he's just texting. I mean, I can tell you right now, because I'm in court a lot, that. If you took away the cell phones from every attorney waiting for their case to be called, who's probably over there sitting aside playing solitaire or free cell or whatever. If you took phones away from everybody in the courtroom, you would see professionals starting to go through withdrawals on any calendar that lasted longer than 45 minutes because they're all on them. And right. <laughs> you know, uh-huh.
4: Yeah, but it's one thing to have attorneys that maybe need access to their calendar on the phone to have them have their phones, yeah. But another thing for them to be using their phones in court, other than what's proper to be. Why? At
2: least while they're on the, uh, while they're they're prosecuting their case. If Todd, like, they're sitting back and waiting for their case, that's a different story. But but well, but...
4: actually, a lot of courts say no use of your phones, period. Yeah, no, they say
2: all, most mm-hmm. of them do. Yeah. But how many of how many lawyers are down there looking at them anyway, right? Cal's got a. Wouldn't Mr. Yeah.
1: Weinstein's attorney say, Yo, Harv? Put it away, buddy. Uh, I mean, isn't that what you – how much money is the lawyer
4: getting? They they assured the court that they would make sure he would not have a phone on him in the future.
3: And and not just for complying with the court's order, but we're in the middle of jury selection here. Do Uh, you really want to be – these people that are going to decide your freedom, do you really want to send to them the image that you couldn't care less about this, that you're going to be on your phone – I mean, I would think that jury consultants and attorneys would be like, if you want to win this case and have a snowball's chance and you know where of doing it, put the dang phone away. Not, not good optics. Right?
2: Here's a couple of things I want to bring up about the trial that I thought were interesting. That I know we don't want to beat a dead horse, but this is interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, when you do dire, that means when you're picking your jury, there's always a questionnaire. And the questionnaires are a couple pages long, two, three, maybe four. The questionnaire in the Harvey Weinstein case is <laughs> 16 pages long. Right? Oh, is and that all? The, and not only that, the, at least the judge agreed to add the question to prospective jurors questioning did they see any media coverage of the LA case while you know before they came in. So that's a question that they ask. So to me, that's interesting. They're saying this is going to last eight weeks, uh, which is quite some time, which is going to take someone's time in life, but Denise talked earlier about the judge coming down on him, saying, "Do you want to be in prison for all, you know whatever uh, because of texting?" So guess what the latest thing is. The latest is they've brought a motion. Uh, Harvey Weinstein's uh, attorneys yeah. brought a motion to remove the judge, saying that the judge cannot be fair and impartial. They just brought it uh, before uh, you know I think it was Friday or.
4: I don't know. It, it was, was really recent, recent. And, the, yeah. and the judge recent. hasn't been able to decide that part yet. Yeah,
2: and so that's before them whether or not the judge is going to be removed because they're arguing the following: that Judge James Burke threatened Weinstein with jail time for texting, and then that, that is extreme. They're also arguing that he said, "quote You're going to be uh, end up in jail time for the rest of your life by texting." Uh, and 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 bringing these prejudicial, inflammatory con- conduct and in comments before the 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 uh, defendant, um, which has received widespread press attention, which is harming. Uh, the jury pool, uh, the Harvey Weinstein and the jury
3: pool. Now, look, when you file a motion like this, I have been in trials where the defense has filed a motion against a judge. The first person to hear it is the, the judge, judge himself, and the judge has ruled on it. He has said, I am denying your motion. I can be fair and impartial. Look, you run into a situation like this. We, we ran into it. We did a case not too long ago about the guy in Southern California that sent the
4: Ilky, what was his name?
3: Yeah, Ilky he, he no, well, no, no, this is the, this was the guy who was trying to collect the debt for the couple who had water damage, and he was suing oh, the yeah, insurance company, the and then the judge said, you shouldn't practice law, and came back, so, look, if you're a judge, and you want to lay down the law, you can do it, but you have to be careful what you say when right. you do it, Right. And, and in this case here, you know, is it going to be more effective if you say, I'm going to put him in jail and you better do this. Or would it be more effective for the judge to say, I see the phone is out. I have already issued an order, Mr. Weinstein. I'm holding you in contempt right now. Just do it.
2: Or not, no, just
3: say it you in know? a different way. No, look, Mr.
2: Weinstein, I've asked you before yeah. and you are not complying. Please put that away. If not, I will hold you in contempt the next time you do it. Now, period. Say it something like that instead of "You want to end up in jail the rest of your life by texting in violation of this order." Wait a minute. The rest of your life, you're going to put him in for texting. Come on. Now wait a minute. I want to finish this point. Sure, sure. So, so then the attorneys are also arguing to, that this judge needs to step down because they're not. He's not allowing a cool off period. And the cool off period is because of this L.A filing that we just talked about earlier. And, and i tell you right now, I'm kind of on their side. I'm not on Weinstein's side. I'm on the side of their attorney saying there needs to be a cooling period. He, they're bringing up stuff like, Your Honor, there's online commentators that are known, well-known commentators saying, quote, and here's a quote from them. And this is all out in the press just as they're starting their case because of this LA. The one guy said, and then the cell phone thing went viral, right? Right. And what, and commentators are saying and one said, quote, maybe they'll give him uh, Epstein's cell phone to use, you know. <laughs> so stuff like that, it's kind of funny, but it's like that is evidence that this is going viral. It is and give a cooling off period so it just calms things down because it. I don't care. What people say about Eb, uh, Weinstein, he's innocent until proven guilty, and that is our system.
4: Do you like the way that he's playing it up by using a walker and and appearing to be very feeble? Oh and, yeah, there's I mean he's playing it up. He's walking
3: pretty fast for a guy with a walker. I will say that the court, in addition to the uh, in addition to the motion to ha- have him recuse himself, also ruled on the cooling off period request and denied that, saying, quote, hey, "There's no time like the present. All right. sides are ready." The interesting thing with that, though, is when the defense makes a motion to have the judge recuse himself and the judge does not, the defense then kind of creates a situation now where they could try to appeal saying now the judge has grounds to be rule against us and to be prejudiced against us because we've questioned his ability to be impartial and to try to get a, an appellate court to overturn that decision to appoint a different judge. When you make that request, you're kind of all in at that point. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so we're well, gonna... you can
4: play it both ways, it sounds like. Yeah.
2: Mm. So believe it or not, whether you like it or not, we're going to follow this next week. Uh, be prepared. We will be talking about it because the Weinstein thing is not going to go away. Uh, I, I find it fascinating. It's almost like an OJ trial, almost, yeah. right? Yes. I mean, how fascinating that was, those of you who lived during that time period. Um, and then we're going to come and talk about the Church of Scientology there's an interesting uh, issues there uh, on these lawsuits whether or not there should be arbitration or 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 a normal court case and then we're going to end with our uh, quick takes so join us we'll be back
1: we know it'll be sad for you when the show's over so grab on to these last 15 minutes or so on radio law talk and of course on radiolawtalk.com it's there too we'll be right back hold on Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of a concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043 concussion medical clinic.
2: Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. If you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad.
1: I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do.
6: But I don't have no time today, I don't know what i do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Uh Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come
2: on. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. So- ah. We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time. And it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable. Things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose, online, with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com,
4: lettyandcompany.com.
2: I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it.
4: I tried counting calories, I took pills. Eating and eating
5: and then more eating.
6: I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop.
5: At one point, it was so bad that
1: I just felt like giving up.
6: I felt so alone, like nobody else could possibly understand.
1: We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life.
3: Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back.
6: Now I eat in a way that's
3: healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on.
6: With
5: OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at
6: OA.org. I like the Amadorosa Valley.
3: Oh, come on.
1: You're listening to RadiolawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. WSLA,
2: 1560 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. Thank you. They are one of our affiliates that carries our show. We really appreciate it. Denise Dirks, I, I just don't, I know Denise Dirks is going to be there this weekend. She's not going to be with Todd and I. It's just going to be the boys. Next weekend. Next weekend. This, uh, in a couple weekends. And uh, maybe, I bet she's. she might even show up to the station. She might even be there for you guys to meet. Um, I, I just thought about this. I don't know why we don't have her on the station. Maybe we'll get her on the station. We'll call them and see if they want her. They probably do. But if you want to meet her, that's a good place to meet her. Right, Cal?
1: It's perfect. And you know what? It's a little more input. You can spend some more time talking about the show and how wonderful Fred is and how wonderful oh, Todd is. No, Fred, you know.
4: just Fred, not Todd. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I have to say, Todd, you know, he just gets under my skin.
1: Yeah, <sighs> you could just say that, and I think that would work <laughs> out. Just right. call me, hey, Jude. And you could hear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I could yeah, give yeah, that yeah. sound, or you yeah. could take it to them to cheer for Fred. When and you maybe go. you'll
2: even bring a t shirt or, or two. Yeah, one of our radio law talk T-shirts and my mug and your mug. Nice, Todd. Todd what do you got? We, we've got some interesting things to talk. We're talking about the uh, the Church of Scientology. Um, this was kind of interesting. And then Todd, you're gonna sure. talk briefly about what? Not yet, but about a tell truck, me when you want about a, about uh, some trucking uh, issues, the legal issues, but. The Church of Scientology one's really interesting,
4: huh? Um, yes. Right now, the Church of Scientology is being sued by four women, um, and they're also suing Danny Masterson. Now, remember, Danny Masterson uh, it was on that 70s show, right? He was the yes. one that was kind of the smart one of the group. And um, anyway, they allege that not only did he sexually harass them uh, and assault them, but they were also stalked and harassed after they talked to the L.A. police by Danny Masterson and by individuals associated with the Church of Scientology.
1: But wait, there was a smart one on the 70s show? <laughs> there was. <laughs> okay.
4: I don't know. He was in that corner of that circle, too. and Must have missed it. Yeah. He made some sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he's basically... Danny Masterson is blaming his ex-girlfriend for this, but... It's come to the point where now there are motions being filed in the case. And the Church of Scientology... Where is
2: this located? What do you, does it say? Where, uh, do we know? I mean, I'll mean, i look it up. Go ahead. Keep going.
4: Yeah. I'm, I actually don't know yeah, where I'll, the case is situated. Let me, let me find it out. But I, what I do know is that the, the church itself is saying, hey, all of these people in this suit were members at one time of our church. And the court or the the law in the United States under the Constitution, we're allowed to set up our own process for resolving our own religious type of disputes. And we have done that. Through the Church of Scientology, and we have ecclesia. I'm going to do it. Ecclesia. Ecclesiastical. Ecclesi- Ecclesi- yes. yes, yes, yes. hey, well, hey, wait a minute. That tells you, you she's not
2: going yes. to church enough, huh? Tell
4: we tells you. You're not a girl. Oh
2: <laughs> my gosh.
4: It is. It does tell you that. Um, anyway, they have religious arbitration um, in the church itself to resolve disputes, even if they're criminal in nature, whether they're civil in nature. Really? They have to go. In fact, when they're members. Sign up to become a Scientologist. They have to sign a stipulation and agreement that says... My freely given consent to be bound exclusively wow. by the discipline, faith, and, um, internal organization, and ecclesiastical, e-
6: ecclesiastical <laughs> <laughs>
4: custom Go to and church law. next week. I need to. <laughs> um, anyway, it says it goes on. It's like a couple of paragraphs that basically say they relinquish their right to sue now or in the future for anything. They
2: have to go to go, go before the church arbitration.
4: That's right, through their own church process. And it doesn't matter when the cause arises or anything. It doesn't matter if they're no longer a member of the church or anything. So this is going to be one to watch. And the Church of Scientology said, um, not only is that mandated under our rights as a church, but the Federal Arbitration Act also requires that when there's arbitration clause between the parties, it is favored and the parties have to go to that uh, process now the question becomes it appears this is a state court and is not a it's federal LA. court
2: it's Los Angeles yes. exactly
4: so LA. because then you have to ask Does a federal act even apply yes is it this that's is right. a state court it's not a federal court it should be maybe a federal question that's raised up so shouldn't the church of scientology todd have tried to make a motion to transfer this to federal court so that they can raise that federal question.
3: Yeah, that that is interesting. I just think it's I just think that the whole scenario is quite unique. These women were basically suing Danny Masterson, claiming that he had inappropriate, you know, sexually harassed him and did whatever. And and the church is coming in saying, well, because you're all Scientologists, this need to be handled by church law. You can't use state court. <laughs> you know, that I to know. me is amazing. I, but, it is. but you're right. If they are relying on a federal the the federal law to justify their arbitration agreement, then it would seem to me that they that the Church of Scientology should be trying to remove it to federal court so that that uh, provision can be interpreted.
4: And you know why they wouldn't? Why is that? Because they don't want it to get to the Supreme Court quickly. Well, they that's... would want it to go through the state, go through all the appellate courts, go to the state Supreme Court, and then maybe— get dealt with at the Supreme Court well, US Supreme Court. I was Court just level. thinking
1: out loud and listening to this cuz I'm fascinated by the premise and that is that I th- I think Fred has said before as a as a person who specializes in liability matters that you can't sign away your own rights. You can't just say, well, the constitution grants me these rights. I can't sign them away. Uh, can a person sign away a constitutional right? They can.
4: Yeah, I, I, I they absolutely can. That would be like for a very good example would be a waiver of the right to a speedy trial. Yeah, they yeah, can that, absolutely waive their right true. to a speedy trial.
1: Stunning. Right, so that's just stunning a quick exam. Yeah. Yes, stunning to me in a criminal and, case.
4: Yeah, this now now of course the attorney for the women are arguing that this is an unconscionable as it. Uh, as against his clients, um, it's unconscionable for that clause to be put against them. They're no longer members. They didn't have equal bargaining position with the Church of Scientology, and thus it should be void as against public policy, and they can't enforce it against his his clients. But it's going to be interesting because I just love this argument. And I've never seen this argument before. But, Fred, you said you saw a similar type of an argument where a church raised the privilege issue. Yeah, as a, as at,
2: at, in a child molestation case, and I, I'll be honest with you, I can't remember. I remember there was the argument going on. I, I know it was. It was a, one of the attorneys that I met with that was based out of Texas, and we were discussing that issue. And it actually was not molestation. It was about the shootings. It was, it was a shootings case, and, and I don't remember what the answer is, but that was a, something that has been brought up as an issue. But I, I, yeah, I, know, but I
4: mean there is a privilege right when you're dealing with religious issues also. It
2: depends what state what state you're in too. Yeah. So Todd, you got something briefly because we're, we're running out of time.
3: Yeah, so anybody who has heard about the the California's AB5. This is attacking the gig economy, Uber, Lyft, all of the DoorDash, all of these folks truck that are drivers. truck uh, yeah. drivers. Well, we'll get to that in just a second, but mm-hmm. all of these 450,000 people in the state of California are part of the gig economy and AB5 has come out to say, "No, these guys are all presumptive employees." Oh, as
4: opposed to independent contractors, correct?
3: Yeah, as opposed to independent contractors. And this was also being applied potentially in the state as to truck drivers. Well, among others, the truck drivers, California Trucking Association, filed a lawsuit to have them exempted. And recently, a court, and I believe this was in Los Angeles, ruled in favor of the truck drivers holding that the federal law known as the Federal The Aviation Administration Authorization Act governs truck drivers and Congress previously had adopted a scenario where truck drivers nationwide should be viewed as independent contractors. Because it made the competition more favorable, and that this law encroached upon that, so it couldn't be applied as to truck drivers. So truck drivers are out. All the other lawsuits are still pending about Uber, Lyft, and other gear And
4: that was something. a state court that actually yes, made that decision that on the true. federal. Yes, that is true. And that's issue.
1: fascinating because now that means we only have a little time for your. Quick takes, Mr. Penny. What's yours?
2: I have absolutely nothing of substance today on my quick takes because I just want you to forget about everything we talked about today. Hee hee. <laughs>
3: okay. okay. Hee <laughs> hee. No, that's the that's Michael Jackson.
1: Juden, what would your quick take be, my friend?
3: When I was married, could I claim that I was an independent contractor when my wife told me to mow the lawn? Doesn't matter. I didn't make any money or get any other benefits from it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. All right, Denise, what about you? Uh,
4: Let's learn from Weinstein. Save your major surgeries for when you are charged with a crime. Gain sympathy from the jury and the public.
2: Very nice. Hey, Will, thank you for joining us. Cal, thanks for being a great producer. Of course, thank you. Join us next week, live, 9 to noon Pacific time. We'll see you next week. This has been
1: Radio Law Talk. We will see you next week, same time and same place. And thanks for listening. We'll be back.
6: I have a voice problem. My voice easily gets hoarse. That's a big problem when you're a talk show host. I talk thousands of hours a year on radio and TV. I have to protect my voice. Well, those problems are a thing of the past. My throat is now a workhorse because of my doctor suggests all natural silver lozenges. I pop these lozenges all day long and all show long. Silver has been used historically to destroy bacteria, viruses, and even yeast. Imagine sucking on a lozenge and letting the silver slowly and consistently destroy the cause of mouth, throat, and respiratory problems. Those lozenges work. I'm living pretty Proof. They're a miracle for me. Now a more advanced silver formula is available in a liquid gel or lozenge form, and you can get all three in one package at 20% off because war sent you. My doctor suggests the name of the company, but Wayne Root doesn't suggest. I urge you to try these remarkable all-natural lozenges today. Call 866-660-9868. That's 866-660-9868, or go to mydoctorsuggest.com slash root. Use promo code USA radio to save 20% off. That's mydoctorsuggest.com slash root.